Hello, welcome inside another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. I'm your host, Zach Marks, joined as always by Dawson Patrician. And Sherwood Park coming off a split decision in the weekend set last weekend against the Grand Prairie Storm, dropping Saturday night's affair by a score of 6-5 before picking up a W on Sunday afternoon, a 6-3 scoreline there. And all in all, it was an interesting weekend for Sherwood Park. They seemed to come out flat in that first period on Saturday falling behind 3-0 before finally finding their legs, outscoring Grand Prairie 5-3 over the final 40 minutes. But that first 20 minutes was certainly what killed them. And and having you know the first instance of the season where uh, starting goaltender Gus Bylan was pulled in that first game in favor of Merrick Pacioroni, who actually ended up playing 35 minutes as opposed to Bylan's 24. So definitely not a not a great showing from from Gus in that one, but the second game, uh, one thing, obviously, you know, for those that watch the game, uh, one big point of contention, uh, per per se is the, the special teams, uh, two penalties between the two teams in game one and game two was a much different affair, a very eventful second period. Uh, I don't know exactly how many off the top of my head, but a lot of penalties handed out and, uh, a few match penalties as well. I count over 10. I believe the final number is 12 total penalties in that second period alone in game number two. And as you mentioned, a couple of match penalties, Blake Sidlowski, or pardon me, not Blake Sidlowski, Colby Garner and Brandon Casey ejected for fighting. As you know, you can't do that in the junior level. That being said, the other big one was... Now, they've credited this to Nolan McDowell, and that was who was in net to start that game. He got ejected for throwing a punch with his blocker hand, which you're not allowed to do at any level, I think, um, at the very least in the junior and minor hockey levels. Um, so that brought in Jonathan Labrie, who was very good the night before, uh, in, especially in that first period as Sherwood Park tried to claw their way back into it. Labrie came in for about 25 minutes of that one, allowed just the two goals. But Sherwood Park had a much better effort in that second second game. A 6-3 win, four goals in the second period, really busted them out. Three power play goals as well, all coming in that third period. And it's what gave them life, in all honesty. Uh, Carmelo Crandall, he's looked very good, especially in those two games over the weekend. And it's a surprise for some Crusaders fans. Now, In the over the course of the preseason, there were a few players that caught a lot of people's eyes, and one of them was Jaron Denoyers, somebody who was brought in, didn't really have a spot, according to Adam Mana, but he earned it. He fought his way in, and he got put, he made the roster, and sat the first couple of games. Sherwood Park struggled to a 1-2 and two record, and then he played the first game uh, in Grand Prairie, and he did not look out of place. I mean, I'm inclined to agree with you. He definitely did not look out of place. Starting uh, starting game one on the fourth line with uh, line mates Ashton McNally and Zach Maxwell. And sticking with uh, that combination, Adam Mena did for game two. But instead, moving it up to the second line. And I think having those extra minutes, he you know kind of honed his game a little bit. Obviously, put up two goals, two very big goals at that. And uh, especially his second one, a beautiful feed from Maxwell. And could this be, you know, maybe a, a line combination that Adam sees potential in going forward? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Denoyers, Maxwell, and McNelly, very solid in both games, especially in that Sunday afternoon affair. Uh, just five seconds after Tyler Bates gave them a 3-1 lead, a cutoff pass off the faceoff. Caleb Dick found Zach Maxwell streaking in on a two-on-one. Maxwell with a beautiful spin-around pass, and Denoyers made no mistake finishing it off. But realistically, I think this is a line combo, as you mentioned, that Adam Mana could stick with heading into the showcase weekend in Brooks that Sherwood Park will play Saturday and Sunday. Of course, this uh, showcase happening Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Sherwood Park gets the back half of the showcase. A tough two-game schedule with Brooks and Drumheller. But I think Sherwood Park has to take some positives out of Grand Prairie. They had a good week of practice uh, leading up to the, these matchups. Now, I fully expect a strong Sherwood Park team during the showcase. Now, if they can put up results against a team like the Brooks Bandits, who we've seen put up big numbers over the course of the last however many years, won the national championship two years ago in Brooks. The Bandits are a force to be reckoned with in this league, and if Sherwood Park wants to be taken seriously, this is a very good way to get your name out there. And and Brooks, you know, like you said, they're they're a very solid team, but you know they're not um, they're not invincible. Um, that that is for certain. Um, Ethan Barwick, though. I mean, if, if he does get the start against the Sherwood Park over the weekend, uh, he has had a monster of a year so far. 0.5 goals against average, posting a 974 save percentage. So if, if I'm Sherwood Park, I am hoping and praying that Jared Whale gets the start. Yeah, no doubt about that. We can get into that a little bit more, a little bit later in the show. But first, the guy we spoke at length about uh, during the Grand Prairie series, Jaron Denoyers, you caught up with him prior to practice on Friday with an opportunity to see how he felt after his first two games in the Alberta Junior Hockey League. After getting a few reps in in the preseason, you know, making a first regular season appearance over the weekend, uh, you know, having came into camp as an uns- basically an unsigned player, kind of making your way up through the ranks, uh, what are you kind of doing to, to prove everybody wrong and keep making a name for yourself? I think that uh, just... Obviously, just resetting after a mistake or just a shift or and just keep pushing no matter what. Obviously, everyone had a tough year of COVID the year before, and some guys got signs, some guys did, got, didn't. And Christensen and I, we just pushed through, and now we're being impactful players with our team. Hopefully, we can help benefit the team. Uh, well, what, what do you think you need to do to, you know, now that you've made a couple of starts, what do you think you need to do to stay in the lineup? I think that uh, just keep contributing with my line mates, whoever they are, and just contribute to the team's success by just keep being physical when I can and obviously bearing down in front of the net, finishing, finishing when I can, and obviously just playing harder whoever to help the team succeed. And, uh, and and you mentioned kind of playing, you know, with uh, with Christensen coming up uh, with him. Has there kind of been any, you know, maybe uh, connection between the two of you? You know, uh, trying to trying to get to get to know each other. You know, both coming up from basically being unsigned players. Obviously, uh, we we played against each other in uh, earlier years in like U18s and stuff. But 
obviously there was that knowing that me and him could make this team together. So I think obviously that brought us a little bit together and we talk and stuff. But yeah, definitely we helped push each other. And, uh, you know, finding yourself on the fourth line uh, Saturday for your first start, but you moved up to the second on Sunday. Uh, do you feel like you maybe gotten a bit of a nod from the coaching staff to prove yourself a little bit more in this team? I think that uh, starting on the fourth line with Nelly and uh, Max, uh, I think that we as a group all pushed together. And, yeah, I think uh, Adam, we showed that we could play on the second line, so he gave us the opportunity to, and I think that us three showed it, that we could. And, uh, you know, played two games, you've already got two goals. Is is that, you know, kind of the play style that fans can come to expect from you down the line? Uh, I think my play style is more uh, just feed off, help the teammates out. And honestly, I kind of pride myself as being a playmaker. So the two goals came as just driving to the net and getting one. My second goal was a really nice pass by Maxwell. So just helping out the teammates when I can. And uh, last question, coming from U18 in Fort Saskatchewan, how are you finding the, the junior and the AJHL experience so far? I feel like, uh, obviously, the U18s, the junior A is definitely way faster. I find that, and way more physical. I found that out really quickly in GP. And I think that I really love the junior experience where uh, Josh does a hell of a job uh, taking care of our laundry and stuff, and we help him out when we can. But just having your bag at the rink and coming to it, I think that just makes, and being with the boys almost every day, I think that's just unbeatable. And uh, actually, uh, one more thing quick. You know, we've got two games uh, coming up uh, against Brooks and Drumheller, two of the top teams in the South. Uh, how, how do you guys think you'll need to adapt in order to take those two wins? I think that uh, we just need to be quick and our blue line, we just can't turn pucks over at the blue line because uh, they're pretty quick quick teams. And basically just bear down in, on the face-offs, make sure we start with the puck, and be smart on the blue lines, get the puck deep, and outwork them. Oh, and welcome back to the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame hosted by Zach Marks and myself, Dawson Patrician. And Sherwood Park going into the AJHL showcase in Brooks, this upcoming weekend, taking on two of the top teams in the South Division, the uh, aforementioned Brooks Bandits and the Drumheller Dragons and Brooks, their first matchup. They they are a monster of a team, to say the least. They've got Ethan Barwick, as we mentioned before the break, a great goalie by any measure. And they've also got a very deep team, every single player recording a point thus far. And... Uh, I believe, Zach, you had a comment about uh, some of the players on on this Brooks roster. Yeah, uh, the big name here for Crusaders fans is Liam Hughes, traded in the offseason along with Brandon McCartney, pardon me, Nolan Woodski, apologies, with Nolan Woodski, for Tyler Bates, who makes his return to the Centennial Regional Arena, the CRA in Brooks, a place he's very familiar with, played there for a good chunk of his junior career, finishing off here with Sherwood Park, a guy they're very excited about. He's shown it. He's got goals in back-to-back games over the weekend against the Grand Prairie Storm. So this should be an interesting matchup. A couple, a couple of players who are familiar with the other team's uh, strategies coming into this game. 
Now, that being said, Drum Heller with a 5-1 win over the Grand Prairie Storm earlier on in the showcase, as we mentioned, Thursday to Sunday. Uh, Thursday afternoon, a big win, and then they'll, and they've enjoyed the last couple days uh, in Brooks, and then tomorrow they will take on the Crusaders on the Sunday tonight. It is the Brooks Bandits. That'll be a tough one in Brooks. Should be a decent crowd there, as it always is for the Bandits games. And why shouldn't there be the Bandits, as we mentioned, cream of the crop in the AJHL over the last couple of seasons? It looked like these two teams were on a collision course for the Alberta Junior Hockey League final two years ago. But unfortunately, due to outside circumstances, the uh, playoffs were canceled. And now we're in our first full regular season since the cancellation of the playoffs back in the 2019-2020 season. But Sherwood Park looking to build off a pretty solid weekend. I w- uh, Better yet, a pretty solid 100 minutes of hockey out of 120. You take away that first period in Grand Prairie and they're laughing. It was a very solid performance. But nonetheless, this should be a very fun weekend for Sherwood Park. But at the same time, if you can come away with two wins against two of the better Southern Division teams, you are building something strong. But that being said, you also can't look at these games as a guaranteed loss or a loss isn't super painful when it's to a team like the Brooks Bandits. And, you know, Brooks and Drumheller as well, but Brooks, it's one of those games where, you know, as long as, as long as you put in the effort and, you know, you're working on your systems, you're, you're basically trying to fire on us all cylinders, then you're, you're in a very good spot. And, Honestly, if I'm if I'm uh, Adamana and Jeff Wawitka, I'm looking at Brooks's special teams as a way to beat them. They're very middle of the pack. Uh, you know, obviously, Sherwood Park had those three power play goals in uh, in the second game in Grand Prairie, so maybe a little bit of an upswing for them. And if they can kind of take advantage of that Brooks penalty kill, then they might be able to expose a lot of holes. But on the defensive side of things, I believe five. Brooks players are all on a point streak of four games. So their, their entire lineup is firing right now. Yeah. And Brooks is used to that 17 goals in their first game against black Falls to open the season. And it's going to be an interesting one. The goaltending, as you mentioned, Ethan Barwick, very, very strong to start the season two and oh, so far though with Brooks playing on Friday night, that being yesterday against the, Spruce Grove Saints. We're not sure who's going to get the start quite yet. And then in Drum Heller, it will either be Garrett Fuller or Eric Ward. Ward, uh, Crusaders fans might recognize the name. Drayton Valley's goaltender the last couple of seasons traded a couple of weeks ago to the Drum Heller Dragons for a player development fee. So, but goaltending, not a weakness for either of these teams. North Sherwood Park, Gus Byland, Merrick Pacharani both played very well in the action they've gotten. But it'll be interesting to see who Adamana goes with tonight, goaltending-wise. Gus Byland, Merrick Pacharani, not quite confirmed yet. This being recorded pretty early on in the day. So we have yet to receive a roster. But regardless of who plays, they need to play well for Sherwood Park to have a chance. Goaltending is going to decide how their showcase goes. And if they can come away with a couple of wins to build on in what has been a very long road trip, still a couple of weeks away from the return to the Sherwood Park Arena. 
And I'm sure that will be a much, a much anticipated uh, return for Crusaders fans. Um, but going into this weekend, I, you know, I mentioned Brooks having a very, very loaded team uh, to say the least, but the emergence of a few players on the Sherwood Park roster, Logan Hauer and Mitchell Joss, uh, the latter of the two taking home the, uh, the rookie of the week for this past week and Hauer with three games, uh, three games in a row with a goal. So he is, he is at the, at probably near the top of his game right now. And even though it is early in the season, I think uh, with him finding, you know, finding some chemistry with some players up and down the lineup, I think, you know, he has that versatility to be an impact player on this team and hopefully maybe spread the wealth a bit to some of his teammates. Yeah. Mitchell Joss, Logan Howard, both coming off really good weekends. Mitchell Joss being named player of the week offensively, I should say. And then as you mentioned, Logan Howard with the rookie of the week honors, from the league. These are big, big moves from Sherwood Park. Mitchell Joss coming in over the summer, as we've brought up a few times the last show, especially for Sherwood Park. Logan Hauer coming in from Calgary. This, I believe we talked a little bit ago about how different this team looks as opposed to a couple of years ago. And that's to be expected when you're looking at a junior team. You see it all the time in the WHL, the OHL, the AJHL, the SJHL there's a lot of turnover on these rosters and it's important to have good recruiting and guys like Logan Howard, Carmelo Crandall, Austin cook, Darren Denoyer is another one that we've already spoken at length about Josh rule, even Ashton McNelly, who's been around the organization for a couple of years. These are big names to have going right now for Sherwood park. And if they can continue to build on what they built last season, pardon me, not last season, last series, in Grand Prairie, this could be a very solid weekend for a lot of these players. Logan Hauer, second in scoring. We'll hear from him a little bit later on in the pregame show. Actually, to end off the pregame show, Mitchell Joss, the 2001, the 20-year-old coming in for his final season of junior eligibility, leading the team eight points in five games. Carmelo Crandall on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, the 16-year-old, Third on team scoring, point per game, five points, two of them goals. These are exciting times if you're Sherwood Park, a very young team, but a team that's excited to play, and they're bringing energy in their games. They're high scoring, which, depending on how you look at it, can be entertaining. And one guy we've mentioned who will definitely be looking to continue a strong start is Logan Hauer, as you caught up with the AJHL's Rookie of the Week last week on Friday before practice to see how he's feeling heading into the showcase weekend. In, in the preseason, you saw some time with uh, Blake Sadlowski, Josh Rule, and now you're finding yourself on line with uh, Carmelo Crandall, Mitchell Joss. What are you doing to, you know, maybe adapt your game to have success on different lines? You know, just playing my game, I think, you know, like, that's, uh, <laughs> just been having fun with those guys on both those two lines and just still working hard and playing hard and, Finding finding chemistry with both lines has been pretty easy because they they're all really good players. So, and uh, I think that maybe uh, might might be in part to uh, to coach Adam maybe having that trust in you, you know, to have that vers- versatility to play up and down the lineup. Yeah, it's uh, it's what he's trusted with me, and it's uh, I feel like I just got to keep going and playing playing my game. So it's it's good, yeah.
And, uh, you know, so, some big matchups this weekend, uh, you know, facing off against Brooks and Jerome Heller in the showcase. Uh, what do you think, you know, maybe the game plan is to have to have those two big wins against the two top teams in the South? Uh, I think the game plan is to just play our game and not uh, not shy away from the moment as a team and just continue doing, building off our momentum from last weekend, and I think we'll be, uh, be all right. And, uh, being uh, being named Rookie of the Week uh, last week, you know, big, big honor, obviously. Uh, is there anything uh, specific that you might be able to attribute to that early success? I think just the way, the way um, I've been playing is thanks to my teammates so far. You know, they're very encouraging. Uh, line mates, Josh and Crandall, we've been playing good all together, so I wouldn't have that success without them. And just, I think as a team, we're becoming more comfortable with each other, so I got Got nothing but the team to thank for that. And uh, you know, speaking of the team, uh, playing this many road games in a row, you know, uh, you're you're away from from the the Sherwood Park Arena for games wise for a whole month. Uh, this is a new experience for for a lot of you guys. How is it? You know, what are you guys kind of doing to you know maybe stay connected and you know try and keep your mind on the game? Well, um, the bus trips, you know, just. Kind of, kind of coming together as a team, you know, like it's a lot of time on the road, obviously, but that's almost good early in the season. Like I get to know everyone and it's just been, uh, it's been fun on the bus. Like we did a uh, rookie idol on the way back from Grand Prairie. So it's just coming together as a team again. And that's almost good at the start of the year. And uh, I guess for, you know, maybe for the, the people at home who, who don't know uh, what is rookie idol? Uh, the vets all sit at the back of the bus and all the rookies come up and we uh, sing, a, sing a song for them. And if they like it, we go to the next round. And if they don't, well, I guess, guess you're done. So, sounds like a great time. And that'll do it for us here at the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. Keep it locked to our social media for all the content over the next couple of weeks at SB Crusaders on both Instagram and Twitter, Sherwood Park Crusaders on Facebook, and of course, Crusaders TV on YouTube. That being said, that's all for us, and we will see you next time.